Hi everyone, welcome back to the commented podcast where we t- <laughs> <laughs> let me redo that. Hi everyone, welcome back to the commented podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I am Nia, and I'm Decoria, and we're back. Uh, we actually had recorded a Demon Slayer episode before, but it kind of got messed up in the audio issues I was having, so we wanted to redo it. Yay! Yay! Finally, <laughs> right? <laughs> any for me, any excuse to talk more about Demon Slayer, I am there. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So today, we just kind of wanted to like not necessarily do a recap, but we just wanted to talk about it, discuss some of our favorite moments from the season, and just you know have a conversation about Demon Slayer. So yeah, hopefully we can remember all of the stuff that we talked about last time because we went on for like a full hour. We did. And like we still had stuff to talk about. <laughs> right? We were in it. Listen, like I can you know, hopefully remember stuff. I made like a little list of like characters and like stuff that so hopefully it'll help us like remember names and stuff. Because I do okay. remember that I was struggling with names last time. I was like, so the brother, so <laughs> the brother, the sister. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just introduce the series real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon Slayer or Kim. Sorry to anybody who speaks Japanese about my pr- pronunciation. Or <laughs> Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by uh, Koyoharu Gatoge. It follows teenage Tanjiro Komado who struggles who strives to become a demon slayer after his family was slaughtered and his younger sister Nezuko was turned into a demon. It was serialized in Shueisha's Shonen Magazine Weekly Shonen Jump from February 2016 to May 2020. So the series already ended like two years ago. They're just still animating stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was published in English by Viz Media. Uh, this series is extremely, <laughs> extremely popular. Had an extremely successful movie uh, called Mugen Train that also aired in theaters in the U.S. Uh, I think it aired internationally, like Japan, U.S., every country. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's get started. Cool, cool. So um, I guess the first thing off the bat was, did you, when did you first get introduced to Demon Slayer? So I heard about Demon Slayer when the first season came out. People, like, maybe like a month after the first season ended because people kept talking about how good it was. And I was like, okay, well, I'll check it out because I had just got finished watching, um, I believe I just finished watching this anime called Dororo, which is similar to Demon Slayer, but older and, like, it's similar in like you're fighting they're fighting demons and stuff but other than that it's there's like no other similarity really and then there's like a brother uh sister aspect of it as well y'all should watch that by the way uh (laughs) but yeah i heard about it so it was on netflix at the time i believe and so i watched it and i was like oh wow this is really good but i wasn't really hooked on it Mm. i just thought it was good but then season two and that's why i became like an actual fan i was like oh wow like this is great yeah that's interesting yeah what about you hmm actually i think you told me about demon slayer i think it was a combination of you and my co-workers at work Mm -hmm. mentioned it because i was only like i hadn't watched any anime in a minute besides attack on titan and so i was like hmm let me try this demon slayer everybody and their mom's talking about it and i saw it trending too and i was like hmm and so i checked it out literally a couple not even too long ago like just a couple months ago of this year so maybe even january so it's really mm-hmm. I'm, I'm new to this um and then i saw it and i was like from the first episode i was like oh i'm hooked and i also <laughs> love the the aesthetic too like i feel like anime is always set in modern day japan and so this yeah. one is like the 
teens, twenties around that time. And I was like, Ooh, it's, it's giving, I enjoying. And so I was hooked and I binged like the entire season one and two in like two weeks. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. But, um, yeah. So for the main thing is like, um, I wanted to ask who's your favorite character? Cause, um, for me, it's, bestest boy Tanjiro um listen I even but Nezuko she's creeping up because Nezuko I'm watching her meme compilations and like people on YouTube make those videos like I guess what I don't know what you call them but like those compilation videos and it's like mm-hmm. Ta- Nezuko and Tanjiro's moments and I'm like oh this is adorable I love this show <laughs> I think my favorite character uh first season it was definitely Zenitsu I believe mm-hmm. it was I can't remember like too well who my favorite character was first season because I, like I said I wasn't like that hooked onto it yeah. I kind of just watched it and then went on about my day <laughs> but second <laughs> season my favorite character definitely became like Zenitsu, Zenitsu Uzui I like Tanjiro but he's not my favorite character for some reason but usually when I'm watching anime the main character is usually not my favorite character in the first place right, right. that's very true mm-hmm. um yeah i and like just to add to like a summary I remember that season one was more so about like his training so he meets his like no no spoilers I mean you can watch it now on I think it's on Hulu and Netflix and Crunchyroll so this show show is on several different platforms because it's so popular but um season one I feel like that was more so like the character development stage so I can see why you would think it was slow because it's like they had several episodes of him just trying to slice the rock. <laughs> yeah, just and, training and whatnot. Yeah. And his um, sensei or his teacher, U- Uroku Daki, I for- keep forgetting his name. He is um, sort of like he's introduced and they have a lot of just training montages and showing Tanjiro getting better. And I appreciate that, but I can, I can kind of see where it would be like, okay, we've had like three episodes of this. <laughs> let's, let's get the ball rolling. Um, and then, but I thought that the, the introduction of the, the introduction of the ghost children made it a little more interesting too. Mm-hmm. But um, and then in season one ends with him going through final selection, defeating the the crazy seventeen armed big demon that's eaten all of Urukodaki's other children. Um, and then he it ends with him defeating the lower seven. Was it lower seven? I think it was. It's six because I think there's twelve six. in total. Got you. Lower seven. Yeah. He was like his name was Rui, but he was like the first boss if you could think of it in video game. Oh, term. the spider kid. Mm-hmm. That that was like, I have to admit, like the first season. I feel like up until that last fight, I kind of was just like, okay, I wasn't. How do I describe it? Like the fight scenes didn't make me feel anything up until that part. But then yeah, when, I get what you mean. Like that last because this is done by Ufotable, if that's how you pronounce it. Some people say yeah, Ufotable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. So either one, I guess. Um, they that they animated that boss at the Rui fight. I was like, I was I was on the floor, like I'm unable. <laughs> so, like I think that they the season one was sort of like the introduction, but I I do agree that like moving train in season two made it all come together better. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So would you say that you'd pick? Um, Mugen Train or season two overall as more of like your favorite? 
Yeah, I would definitely pick season two overall as my favorite. Season one had like really great moments, especially like that one fight with the um the demon who used the like the water balls or like the I don't know what it is what it's called. Oh, it was like toy balls. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, yeah. I see. Oh, and yeah, then the one with balls? the drum and like when the house was moving, I thought that was really cool as well. But yeah. like it just like season one just didn't really like grab me, but season two definitely like. I was seriously like invested in the characters. Like I almost wish that it had filler so I could see more of like right? this particular group of characters together. And like also Mugen Train was like amazing. <laughs> right. And then after we finished recording last time, I looked it up and I said, This movie made how much? This movie made Whoa, how, how much did it make? I think it made like five hundred million dollars. And I said, Jeez. Excuse me? For an anime like, movie too. That's an like yeah listen i remember back in the day the pokemon movies making like 200 million was like a massive deal so like yeah. 500 mil i said oh this is different. that there's there's a movie coming out next week for another anime called jujutsu kaisen and because the demon slayer made that much i'm wondering how much that movie will make like mm. that's coming because i think the my hero academia movies make a lot as well i don't know if they make a, like 500 million type money but right yeah, because also I've heard of Jujutsu Kaisen, so I bet like that has a built-in fan base that's like would eat that up. So I, I'm curious yeah. to know what that sells too. But um, yeah. So back to Demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thinking about it, um, I feel like what like I've since we recorded last time, I've kind of thought about the show in a little different. Like yeah, because I did look up some of the criticisms people had about this, and a lot of people, what you said last time, were that they think the show's too simple. Yeah, and, the plot and too simple and basic, and they don't like how they're made to feel sympathy for like all the enemies. Right, and the simplicity. What I didn't realize is that for maybe a lot of people who watch a lot of shonen it may be ticking all the like the typical shonen boxes if that makes sense yeah like um i feel like this show hits a little different when you aren't exposed to a lot of shonen um like for my example i don't watch a lot of shonen like i watch maybe the shorter ones and those aren't some of those don't even categorize as shonen um yeah so i'm curious because you do you is shonen the main subgenre of anime that you consume or that you enjoy i feel like I can't, I don't know how to describe it because I watch a little bit of everything. The only thing I don't watch a lot of is romance anime. And it's just because mm-hmm. I used to watch it a lot when I was like a kid. I just don't as much now. I'm trying to get back into it a little bit. But like, I would say like, I watch more seinen type stuff, which is like targeted towards people like, I believe like 18 to like 30. Mm-hmm. And then for shonen, I usually watch like a lot of the really big ones and like, I can see what you're saying for people who watch Shonen. This kind of like ticks off the typical stuff, which makes it, I guess, in in their mind, it will make it boring. But for me, I feel like a lot of Shonen, they try to, well, first of all, they all copy off the same three main, <laughs> three main anime, like the original anime stuff. So like, like Yu Yu Hakusho and whatnot. Um, so you're going to see like similar tropes, in every single shonen show which is something they just need to get used to i guess like there's nothing to complain <laughs> about you're gonna see it regardless so like with this one being as simple as it is like my original point was like a lot of shonen they try to add these very complex um power systems in mm-hmm. their shows to make it seem more interesting than it actually really is and because they add all these complex power systems and they 
Some of them go on for far longer than they need to. The author starts putting really random shit in the plot, <laughs> leaving a lot of <laughs> holes in the story. Naruto Shippuden, I'm looking at you. Um, Shame. Yeah. That's my favorite show, by the way, so don't don't drag us. <laughs> Just, <laughs> but yeah, like it tends to have it to where the authors end up leaving like a lot of plot holes and whatnot, and like the the plot becomes so convoluted where it just doesn't make sense anymore i think the demon slayer being simple is like a really good thing in my opinion yeah that's a great point um i also think that for if you're someone who like only consumes shonen i can see the criticism because like it's gonna be like i like this anime i think is not really reinventing the wheel like it's not adding when i think about it like it's popular because i think all the pieces together work well but I don't think it's doing something that's brand new or people haven't seen before but I just think it's doing what people have seen really 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 well like if that makes sense like they're not making a new wheel but they're making the wheel perfect in a weird way like it's I don't know how else to describe it but it it feels like um Mm -hmm. it just feels like they did what they needed to do and sometimes I guess because from the outside looking in like I've, I've watched a lot of shorter anime like I've seen Parasite, Yona Dawn, like Promised Neverland like certain like shows that are not long but I've noticed that a lot of anime relies on filler and yeah like hundreds of episodes of filler if it's like super popular depending on the show but I feel like Demon Slayer I can see both sides of it. Like, I think this show doesn't have to be complicated. I feel like it would lose a lot of people if it was. Yeah. But as I was saying, like, this show, I think... The, I can't even remember the point I was trying to make. But this show, <laughs> the simplicity allows it to attract, like, new pe- people who've never, like, really been into anime in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good thing. Like, I can't imagine having somebody who has never watched any kind of anime before watch something like extremely complex like I'm trying to think of something that has like a really hard power system that's like really hard to understand um like, is fate complex fate fate is actually very complex like it's not like extremely complex but like the the amount of information dump that they give you <laughs> and like the first episode is just like okay like dang what is going on here right right so like for somebody who's never ever seen anime before, I probably would never like be like, "Oh, watch Fate." I'll probably tell them to watch something like Demon Slayer because it's easy to digest. Exactly, and that's great. I I totally agree. Like it's it's easy for someone who to just pick it up because the story's simple. You see the lore of like, okay, there's demons. They have their twelve ranking system, and then the leaders moves on. And then on the opposite side, you have the Hashiras, and they have their own ranking system of human. Like it's very simple. Like you can describe it super quickly. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's the secret to its popularity. And I hope kind of other anime start leaning towards simplicity. Like, I know some people are not going to like that because they like the really complicated stuff and it makes it feel more like of d- detailed. But I feel like sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like um, I feel like like a lot of there probably are like a lot of anime out there that are as simple as Demon Slayer. I just haven't I have I've watched a lot of anime, but not as many as people who are like legit into anime. Yeah, very but true. I kind of for what I'm hoping for is like I want more like unique settings mm. more than anything. And like because like Demon Slayer, the plot is a little unique. Not really, but I kind of feel like it is a little unique with, with its setup. 
And like I like like you said how in the beginning, like the time period it's set in, like it's not like too many shonen anime that get set in that time period. To my knowledge, I could be completely wrong. Mm, yeah, it feels like that though. Like it feels like they're all based in like two thousands, two thousand tens Tokyo modern or like some made up <laughs> made up world. Right. <laughs> exactly. But um yeah, just thinking about the things we talked about last time, like which moment in the series would you say like made you literally like speechless like was is there a moment when you were watching this that you're like oh my god this is this takes it from good to great uh okay so for Mugen Train well season one I watched it a long time ago so I can't really remember too well the moments that made me speechless Mm -hmm. probably the something during the Rui fight Mugen Train specifically I remember when um Rengoku uh Zenetsu what's the other kid's name Inosuke. besides Tanjiro yeah Inosuke and um, Tanjiro they had like defeated the train and they thought everything was good and then Akaza <laughs> comes out of the forest out of nowhere like hey join the demon side you're pretty strong and starts fighting Rengoku Listen. and like that moment when Rengoku when like everybody thought like Rengoku won the battle and then you turn and see that Akaza has impaled him with his arm Oof, <laughs> it's like I and the fact that like what makes it so frustrating is because you know that if t- any of the boys try to help, they're gonna die too. But yeah, is, it's like how? Why did they even send? I, it's like it makes no sense. Like you think, like I, it, it makes sense, but it's so frustrating because the writing is so good, <laughs> and you're like, we already should be celebrating. Why are you adding another <laughs> demon to fight? But like, yeah. rip to Rengoku. We love a king who knows, like, who fights till the end. That was such like. I cried like a baby. I was like, this is too much. Uh-huh. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I think another moment that made me speechless, there were a lot of moments in season two, especially like the last six episodes. Oh my but God. specifically when, I'm trying to think. Okay. When Tanjiro and Uzui were fighting Gyotaro and they thought that they, or they basically had killed him, right? At that point. But, Tanjiro is like completely exhausted. There's blood, like he's covered in blood. He can barely hear, like mm-hmm. because he's just that exhausted. And all of a sudden, you hear Uzui screaming at him, Ooh. "We're not done. You have to move. Get out of the way. It's not over. It's not over." And I'm like, the fear that like <laughs> suddenly took over my body. I was like, "What do you mean this boy is still alive? Like I thought y'all killed him. He's still alive. Like I, I thought Uzui. Like I knew he wasn't gonna die because I know some of the manga stuff because like I have friends who are really into Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh my god, don't tell me like he's gonna die. And like the way that he was like screaming, like you need to move gotta move and then it just the episode just cuts away from them and you just see explosions and then like they don't even show the regular ending animation it's just silence and the ending song and those explosions (sighs) from a distance and i'm like what does this mean (laughs) like what just happened like i had to sit there for like a good 20 minutes like I know what happens, but what if they changed it a little bit in the anime side? Like, what if they decided, oh, we're going to do something else? Listen, that scene, you described it perfectly because that whole, the last six episodes of season two might be like top 10 best like story plot line execution of an anime 
in yeah. years. Cause like, Especially for a fight, oh for an anime God. fight. Listen, I'm going to be honest. Like when I watch fight scenes of like action movies here or action movies in any genre, I'm like, okay, but I'm never sweating. I'm never feeling what Demon Slayer made me feel. When I was watching that fight scene, drenched in sweat. <laughs> just like feeling like myself like i'm swinging the sword like you're you know? like you're a pedestrian like looking out the window and you're actually there in the town listen and i was screaming when when listen when i think his name is yutaro yeah when yutaro stabbed tanjiro in the mouth i said oh yeah i said now now listen listen i get he's the protagonist i get he has plot armor but this boy is literally he should have died been dead he has broken ribs broken fingers broken like everything is broken and you're gonna stab him in the mouth and he's still gonna behead him i said listen that plot armor when his family starts messy talking to him in his ear, you know Tanjiro's about to regrow his limbs. <laughs> All his strength comes back. And I'm like, that fight scene, I was unable, like on the edge of my seat. I never felt that way, honestly. Like I've watched other anime. I've watched other shows that made me excited. But that level of stress, feeling like I was personally there, I was like, this, these animators, this team, oh, they, they're winners. They know what they're doing. It's unreal. Yeah. That's what I that's how I kind of knew that this season in particular was very special because there's like a certain I think we said this last time. There's a certain feeling that you get when watching a show when you're like extremely invested, like you feel like the stress and the tension and not many shows are able to achieve this. That's why like this season in particular, like after that, I was like, okay, even if the first couple episodes were a little slow, this is going in like my top 20 or top 10 period. Because like the emotions that I was able to feel off of a freaking cartoon. <laughs> nah, that's just ridiculous. Listen, and the thing is, some of the criticism I looked into some of like the critiques, some people say that Demon Slayer is only good because it's the, the, the animation. animation. And I'm like, y'all a book is only like think think what you're saying like the animation's a part of the show and to be honest I, isn't that a compliment like the animation is so good that it turns the story up to 15 yeah you know? i was kind of thinking about that after we recorded the first time too because i was like if you're saying the animation is only good for the uh, the, the show is only good because of the animation i can understand how that could be a drag towards the manga like you're saying like the mangas the plot is not that great in my like that's what you're saying mm -hmm. but in my opinion when it comes to anime specifically animation is a very huge part of what makes an anime good right so if the animation is that good to where it makes the entire show feel like it's good then that is a good show like that's some good ass animation right. like like you got a great director and a great team that's doing this like that's not a drag <laughs> and like it's not like the plot of demon slayer is bad it's not and it's not like the characters are bad either yeah it's just simple right and i feel like some people i feel like people who, who just want to hate on it because it's popular or like oh well, yeah it's the animation it's like y'all realize that like there's some anime out there no matter how good the animation looks you can't save like you can't save it sometimes but this is like this the animation goes in tune with the story because the visuals are a huge part of what this world this world they're building like i don't even think like you could create the same feeling but the feeling that animation needs to be there too because that's how you make the magic like it's mm -hmm. i don't get why people the animation that. the voice acting all of that yes. it, Listen, it all, all works together shout out to zenitsu's voice actor shout out to onosuke's voice actor shout out to all of them like they are putting in work mm -hmm. and like i saw them do like a live reading 
a couple years ago, I think, on YouTube. And I was like, oh, wow, they, none of their boy, they look like whenever I hear them, I'm like, oh, this is this is very strange. <laughs> they look nothing like their characters, but they shouldn't because they're regular folks. But it was very it was very jarring. But um, oh, yeah. I, another thing I was going to bring up because you just reminded me of that when you said like um, people want to hit on it because it's popular. I think that is one of the things that Demon Slayer suffers from mm-hmm. because it's such a huge anime. There are legitimately people out there and I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> there are legitimately people out there who have never seen it saying that is bad because wow. it's popular. Like there, I don't know what it is with anime fans in doing this. Whenever some big, like some show becomes big, at first thing they say, overhyped. But you've never seen mm-hmm. it. So how is it overhyped? You wouldn't know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like you wouldn't know. And then sometimes they will literally have a negative opinion of the show before it comes out, before they even seen it because it's popular. And so then they go into that show watching it the whole time in their mind thinking, oh, I'm going to watch it, but I bet it's not going to be that good. like you don't allow yourself to be like surprised or like maybe let yourself genuinely enjoy it because you're so obsessed with not liking things that other people like which is weird it is (laughs) it's so strange like why hate on something it's like you're trying to be not like the other girls like like yeah but you're just it's okay to be like the other girls you are the the other girls you know that meme of dylan sprouse or cole sprouse from riverdale he's like oh i'm weird i'm different i wear hats (laughs) or whatever like that like they're trying to be like that right it's like but they're waste it's so funny because in the end they just look dumb because they're like oh popular thing bad niche thing good it's like i think your yeah, niche thing would love to be popular too like but everyone their so-called niche thing will literally be something that all the so-called anime like elitists watch so it's not really niche <laughs> oh period <laughs> like they're all like oh yes let me put on my monocle and talk about this anime that six million other people and i have watched but i'm gonna yeah. pretend like niche because nobody in my immediate circle watches it like like yeah listen. like i see it all the time people like oh like oh you all you watch is shonen let me show you some real good anime these are what you need to be watching i'm like okay you're literally listing anime that everybody has seen why are you putting tokyo ghoul like no one has not seen tokyo ghoul let me introduce you to this great anime that no one's ever oh, seen naruto it's like you um, watching naruto you should be watching parasite we all have seen parasite like <laughs> so funny no but it's so true like i feel like and also i didn't realize how big this was in japan as well like people oh yeah yeah demon slayer like it's a household like it's up there with like not trying to exaggerate because i know that studio ghibli has like such a strong hold on japan in terms of like characters but like i've seen people mention tanjiro's costume as just like as iconic as you know totoro and i'm like that's crazy like oh wow well not not i would that probably might be an exaggeration but i saw an interview where people were naming they knew the characters they knew and i'm like wow, like random people off the street knew it yeah yeah it's like i'm shocked because i feel like i'll keep going no no no. i just i I don't know why in my head i thought that japan also treated anime some anime as more niche like i knew that certain things were popular with everybody but i don't know the dynamics of it so forgive me if i'm misinterpreting or misunderstanding how the how popular anime actually is in japan or with certain communities so but i just was shocked i was like i didn't know it was this mainstream i thought it was just like anime fans were into it or people who watch anime and that's not necessarily the general population right yeah and i'm wondering because i'm not sure either so i'm wondering if maybe demon slayer has reached a level in japan where how over here dragon ball is so big that Mm -hmm. it's not even considered anime it's like a cartoon it's just like a regular show 
Oh yeah. Like when you think of Dragon Ball, people never like like anime fans know that Dragon Ball is an anime, but the average everyday person has probably seen an episode of Dragon Ball and they just think of of it as like a really big show like that was on Cartoon Network. Right. But they don't really think of it as like, oh, this is an anime. Oh, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, the same thing perfect. with Pokemon. Like, Pokemon is so big that people don't even consider oh, it, like, really anime. Listen, there's so many elements of Japanese culture that people think are just regular. From This has happened for, like, 50 years. Like, my dad was like, oh, I used to like Speed Racer. I'm like, dad, that's an anime. That's an like, anime, yeah. Right. And I'm like, but people don't know these things. They think that they're just regular western cartoons or just that's the same thing with my grandfather he's like speed racer and astro boy and i was like oh did you know like astro boy was like one of the first anime ever made he's like that's anime i was like yeah right it's crazy so like i just the fact that demon slayer is that popular i'm like in shock but also happy because like sometimes i feel like going back to the drawing board and storms of story can like create a domino effect of like yeah maybe more shows getting influenced by setting like the setting and making more feudal japan anime or forgive me if they don't already exist but like making more mainstream type anime like this i feel like that'd be great like change the setting up that's like make it set in i don't know 1700s make it set in like the 20s the 30s the 40s like make i love that kind of stuff yeah there probably is a lot of historical anime out there because i like I'm thinking of one right now, Golden Kamui. I think is set after like before World War World War One, maybe. Mm. I can't even remember. I think it is. I only seen one episode, so like, sorry if I'm wrong. But there probably is a lot of historical anime out there. We just haven't seen them yet. And I'm like mm. thinking about it now. It makes sense that you like this so much because you like historical K dramas. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I love historical stuff. So yeah, this is right up my alley. And. <laughs> Like my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes in this show is when Tanjiro, who's like a country countryside boy who never goes in the city, goes to like the city and he sees like trains and he sees like lights and and electricity. He's like, "What is going on?" Yeah, there's like, like what time period, what is this? Like night and day, and it, that's just so. I love that kind of stuff. Um, also, question: Do you think? Like Demon Slayer is not, I wouldn't just say it's just like a heavy show, like it's heavy, but I think they do a lot of comedy in this. Do you think the comedy works here? Uh, I think it does, personally. I know a lot of people don't really like that, but I like it. I think like Demon Slayer is not, it's not supposed to be as heavy as something like Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul, Psychopaths, Darker Than Black, like those kind of because i i don't know i don't know if it's just me but i feel like those kind of anime lean like bordering on seinen type anime instead of just straight up shonen mm. in my opinion i could be completely wrong once again i'm not like an expert <laughs> but <laughs> demon slayer is one of those like usually like uh like big i'm thinking of like big shonen anime laruto bleach black clover one uh piece. one piece those usually yeah. have a lot of comedic elements so i feel like this one matches like demon slayer matches like pretty well with how much comedic stuff is in those anime Got like you. it fits it fits the show got you and i see what you mean i didn't realize that thinking back on it because i haven't seen a lot of those really famous ones but i do know that like they probably are like a mix of serious and comedy yep and I, exactly so i bet that's probably like an unwritten characteristic of shonen because like I wonder if others or if that's just like a subset of shonen of like trying to make it a mix of both so it can appeal to everyone of all ages maybe yeah I feel like most really big popular shonen is definitely like a mix more like light-hearted kind of in a way and it has 
moments where it tries to be serious some of them are not particularly good at that i'm not gonna <laughs> say which ones but like for like naruto like naruto has like a lot of comedy in it but there are also because like the world naruto is set in has a lot of political stuff going on in the background there are moments where it's like extremely serious same thing yeah. with one piece like i haven't seen all of one piece but because of their the certain political elements that are in the plot line of the show, it has moments where it gets extremely serious. But then there's also shown in anime that are straight up comedy, like Gintama. Mm, gotcha. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I think that this is a for me the comedy in this. Usually, what's crazy about this, I think I've told you this in the past too. That oh yeah, you don't like reasons, the exaggerated expressions. I, yeah, like that's one of the reasons why it's so hard for me to find anime to watch because a lot of it gets tiring like I, I get like I might tolerate it a couple times but like the super exaggerated moments kind of just like oh they get exhausting for me and so when I was watching this I was like at first Zenitsu's character I was like okay he's a little annoying but then I got mm-hmm. used to it in a way where I was like okay he's like he's I'm seeing growth and I'm seeing him change and he's he kind of calms down a little bit in the second season yeah um, he does in my opinion too yeah and even Anosuke is like you're seeing more development and growth so I feel like the reason why so I'm thinking I'm coming to the conclusion that like anime where the people stay like that the entire time in the be- like how the Demon Slayer characters were in the beginning just very exaggerated very goofy I feel like that's kind of what I don't like but I think what made it better was that like they changed and evolved um and then so but I, for some reason it doesn't bothers me as much here like the the crazy exaggerated moments i think some of the best are when zenitsu is freaking out and chutaro his little bird is like choo choo i'm like oh <laughs> this is the cutest thing i've ever seen i want my own chutaro chutaro is the best bird <laughs> of course zenitsu gets the best bird and and all the other ones are left with crows <laughs> like, i get what you mean i feel like so you don't like shows where the characters are just goofy and one-dimensional like there's no other parts to their personality they're just goofy yeah like there's no change they're just goofy the entire time and that's their character like whenever they show up on screen it's only going to be goofiness yeah okay that makes sense yeah and i and i think there's that's something very specific to anime um and i don't know how i don't really have the language to describe like what particularly makes it uncomfortable for me or kind of tiring it could be that they're so over the top and so big that I'm just like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the I was shocked that like I didn't hate the comedy in this. I actually enjoy it. And the the Hashiras, like their personalities cracked me up. <laughs> the guy who cries a lot, I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Um the like I do have a lot of questions for season season three. We're going into season three. Yeah, we're going into season three. It shouldn't, it won't come out until 2023, I believe. And they're thinking like winter or summer. But yeah, season three, I saw that like uh, an announcement that it wasn't coming out until 2023. That's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, taking, I mean, don't take too much time, but they also can <laughs> take their time. You know, I don't listen, want them to be overworked because fo- they probably already are. Yeah, listen, you photo, you photo table, y'all can I just a round of applause because y'all put your back in this show. Y'all put your limbs, your hearts, your souls into this. When that, that Zui Gutaro fight, the animation, the level of detail, like how quickly I was like, how, what am I looking at? What am I watching? Are my eyes able to process what I'm seeing? It was fantastic. So the idea that they could top that fight, 
is literally making me shake in my boots like yeah and i've heard that this next this the next story arc is like one of the best (laughs) so i was like no okay like what's gonna happen now like they're i don't know what they're what they're doing like whatever they're doing at their animation studio keep doing it because my good but also pay them well and let them take time off let don't or raise their pay (laughs) exactly because we know how much of a problem like animators in japan have to deal with and how they're treated by their bosses and their superiors yeah that's not how underpaid they are and overworked please treat them with the utmost respect because they gave us this i said i was i was unable to put words together kind of almost teared up during that Mm -hmm. fight because i'm it's just so much to it's sensory overload of like I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so I want them to take as long as they need, but please don't take two years or three years, please. But I'm just scared because I know they're going to top this. And yeah. I haven't read the manga. Have you? No. And I think this is one of those shows where I've, cause I've noticed when I read the manga for stuff, like <clears throat> sometimes when like a show has like a really good season, I'm like, I need, like, I need to know what's going to happen next. So I go read the manga and I've noticed that kind of ruins the anime for me. So this is definitely one of those shows where I'm probably not going to touch the manga at all. So maybe after it ends, just to see how it is. Cause I did that with Attack on Titan. Like when uh, part one of the final season came out, I was like, okay, I need to know what happens next. Cause this is just too crazy. And now I have like no excitement at all about Mm -hmm. the anime that's out now. Yeah. And that's a good point. I feel like when you, and also you don't have anything to compare it to as well. I feel like yeah. people who watch the anime, the, who read the manga sometimes are like, what do you call it? Purists? Like, oh, they didn't animate p- page three part. It's like, he didn't okay, put his jacket down. on on the right side. It's the left <laughs> side in the manga or whatever. It's like, calm down. It's okay. Take a breath. Um, I agree. Like, I'm, I'm not a manga. I don't tend to read manga because I like the, the visual experience of the anime. Um, and I want to be surprised, but like, I also want to know. So I'm very tempted, but like, I think I will wait. Um, and I appreciate that Demon Slayer is not a show to where time can pass and you won't know what happened. Cause I'm not going to lie, not to compare, but like with Attack on Titan, see, when season four was happening, I was like, okay, I'm confused. How does this tie to this? What happens here? So like, even yeah. though things make sense now, now that I've seen him and, and red fan stuff on twitter but it's like i like i appreciate the simplicity of demon slayer because i can go a year maybe even two years and i'm still gonna know like they'll pick up right when they left off and i'll know every single plot line and side story and like it's it's so concise and i love that like shout out yeah to well the attack family. on titan like they're so it's so convoluted not yeah. like to the point where there's plot holes but there's like so much different stuff going on that it's just like okay I can't tell you what happened in season four. I know the general gist of like what's going on, but like down to the detail, like, oh, like I can't, like I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to explain to somebody like, oh yeah, this is what the Titan is. And like, it's a parasite, blah, 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 whatever. So, and then if you miss one, if you look away from watching the episode once in five seconds, then you turn back and you miss six different storylines that tied back into season one. And it's like, I get it, but because people online will help you tie it together, but it's like, like with demon slayer i don't have to do all that i can just enjoy i can just participate i can just feel like i'm a part of that world without overthinking like muzan's the only villain you have like this dichotomy of i think what's his name okay i don't even know how to pronounce this the leader of the hashiras him and muzan i believe are character 
aren't they related i don't know i don't know yeah i think they descended from like they're from the same clan or something like that like in history yeah. but muzan is like thousands of years old right so. and i feel like that's so like those simple dichotomies the simple like them versus us but also there's nuance because you have demons who've managed to like change their bodies and live in the world without killing people and then you got nezuko's existence where she's just kind of able to withstand by sleeping so mm-hmm. it's very i love that there's just every plot comes together everything's tightly with tightly tied with a bow it's nothing that's i'm not watching demon slayer thinking like well what happened to this plot what happened to that plot like it's just very simple you can watch it easily and get invested and i think it's because the characters are so good and they've this the original manga writer writer um i'm not sure if i think they the what i've heard is that this manga writer wanted to remain anonymous so they don't really talk about they don't go publicly talk about it um but like they did the thing on this i appreciate it um yeah demon slayer is such an enjoyable experience do you have anything else that you want to share about it um i think we covered we talked about the favorite characters Mm -hmm. we talked about favorite moments we kind of talked about favorite fights too yeah i would say like like maybe overall opinion and then like like kind of the rating I guess to like close it out cool cool yeah so for me I love this like I wanted to buy (laughs) I wanted to buy Demon Slayer keychain not not gonna lie no I I literally was looking at like okay so speaking of earrings I've seen people like Starbucks baristas with um Tondro's earrings really pretty cool yeah and um I almost bought like you know those what are they called Oh my god, like the name is escaping me right now. I remember the name. It's like those dolls kind of Funko oh, Pop type things. Pop, the chibi dolls. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get one of like Uzui and like Zenetsu. Like I, I might buy one, not honestly. Like because they're like $30. I might order some, maybe. Yeah. Same. I'm like literally about to order a keychain, like of the sword and like it's like the water uh water wait water why water forgetting? breathing. Water breathing, yes. Yeah. Whoa. Of course that slips my name. <laughs> Mine. But yeah, I wanted to buy that. And also people are selling Tanjiro's like, is it a kimono? It's not a kimono. It's his outer jacket. Oh, like, okay. And those kind of look fire. I'm like, ooh. like You just have one casually. Right. <laughs> Walk outside, go to the bank in your Tanjiro <laughs> jacket. Like, and also the Nezuko's kimono. Like everybody's out here selling like great stuff. And I think it's because like, the characters are so iconic. You can just easily cosplay as somebody and it, and it hits. Um yeah i for me overall rating is great show everyone should watch it it's an easy watch like you don't have to you anybody can hop in and you can really enjoy it and get invested um and then i feel jealous of the folks who get to watch it again for the first time because they get to binge it from the beginning and i they don't have to wait like the rest of us um yeah i would give this like an eight well season one i'd give it like an eight season two i'd give it like a 9.5 same exact rating for me like i like same with what nia said like i think this is a really good show especially if you're not someone who usually watches anime this would probably you know um help you get your feet wet kind of and get into it in my opinion uh so once again like i'll definitely give like the first season an eight and then the second season especially like literally carried by the last seven episodes of nine and a half yes yes awesome yeah Yeah. but uh no i was gonna like uh wrap it up but i'm trying to think of a way to wrap it up uh anything you're watching now you want to promote anything oh um anime i'm watching mob psycho because you told me about it 
and I'm seeing mm-hmm. the material, but I'm also like, I've, I've gotten over the animation style, but I wish the fight scenes were a little longer. That's one thing I do wish with Mob Psycho, and that could be a Demon Slayer bleeding over thing. Yeah. Like, I want like a 15 minute Mob Psycho fight or oh, 20 Jesus. minutes because <laughs> that's just me, though, because I think they're I so think- great. Yeah, I just finished season two again. So you'll get what you want, like, in the end. Oh, I will? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you'll get something like that, hopefully. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, are you watching anything right now? Yeah, I just started a new Netflix anime. I Like, sometimes I get notifications from Netflix when new stuff comes out. And something just dropped called uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. And at first, when I saw it, I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch this, but people kept saying like, oh, it's so cute and it's sad. And I was like, okay. And I started it and it's like really good. It's about a little four-year-old kid who has his own apartment and he lives alone. It's just so cute. (laughs) Yeah, he's four. Like everybody, it's only 10 episodes. So everybody should check it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, that's cute. I might check it out too. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for watching. That was our Demon Slayer wrap up for the second time. (laughs) Um, If you would like to subscribe to us or not subscribe, follow us, listen to us, follow us on all social media, and And leave a a five star rating, please. Thumbs up on wherever you're, if there's a thumbs up available, all the stuff. Well, thank y'all, everybody. I'm Nia. And I'm Nicoria. Bye. Bye.